Hello. Excuse me. One moment, please. Yes. Breaking news. You all are watching the Stafford Boxing Report live. I am Sheila Stafford. And I'm Stafford. Put that on. Put that on. Put that Stafford Boxing, the, the making, making of, of champions. champions. Uh, uh. Hey, hello and welcome everybody. We're glad that you're here. And for those that are gonna be watching later, thank you, you're appreciated. We are excited today. I know you all have seen the title, Woman King. That in itself says something. Yeah, it does. And I'm excited to just really talk about what we're going to talk about. But babe, what's on your mind today? Uh, well, the Canelo fight that in Triple D, Canelo and Triple G fight that we watched um, Saturday. Um, what did you think about the fight? I I knew who was going to win. He had to pretty much Canelo yes and why is that um I think because he really had he had something to prove from what I was getting I think some people from what I've been hearing has been counting him out who Canelo Canelo out some people were torn with him some people didn't have some nice things to say about him I think both of them are phenomenal boxers they both have the skills they both have the science they went at it that was an exciting fight it really and it was, was on my birthday and i want to say shout out to everybody who wished me a happy birthday and thank you for my gift candy and thank you for all those who donated on the stafford boxing cash app we greatly appreciate your financial donations yes to our stafford boxing club which is to help at risk youth using the sport of boxing but going back to that fight i thought that the fight was a very good fight i mean it went all 12 rounds it did uh i think that uh triple g his age showed a little bit mm -hmm. in that fight yeah and canelo he was sharp he, he was. was he was he was the more aggressor yes he uh he was focused he was yes. determined yes he, he reminded me of what cuss had talked about in his book uh, in reference to already having the mindset that he had already won because of the preparation that he put into the fight to be Facts. able to win. Facts. So I, I think that Cus, uh, excuse me, I, I think Canelo uh, team prepared him for this opportunity. Mm -hmm. He done a phenomenal job. I mm -hmm. thought both fighters were in top shape. I just think that it was a different fight from the last fight mm -hmm. and each fight is always going to be different from the last fight, but Triple G is a great fighter. Uh, I saw a lot of uh, boxing skill set that he had that I didn't see in the previous mm -hmm. game, uh, excuse me, in the previous fight. And he was able to adjust uh, his fighting skills based upon Canelo approach to him and the whole entire fight. I, I think that, I mean, to be honest with you, Sheila, I think it could have went both ways. Yeah. I could have. I mean, because there were some rounds that, that was Canelo, close. Yeah, it was close. That was close. And, you know. Even but, I didn't even know sometimes. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold up. Yeah. Canelo, Canelo was in top shape. And, yeah. And uh, Triple G was in uh, top shape. I, I like the fact how uh, the marketing for boxing has uh, 
you know, evolved, evolved. meaning like you got different sponsors. Mm -hmm. Like the last person that I seen who was a boxer who had the Jordan brand mm -hmm. was uh, Roy Jones Jr. Mm -hmm. He had Jordan brand. And to see Canelo, I mean, not Canelo, but uh, Triple G have the Georgia brand uh, sponsor him for this fight. Mm -hmm. I thought it was good marketing for uh, the Jordan brand to uh, expose the uh, boxing community to his brand mm -hmm. and showing that not only do he have great basketball shoes and basketball attire, but he also have a uh, good boxing yeah. um, uh, gear Smart. for Yeah. So, Smart. so he's, is targeting the, the boxing industry. Mm -hmm. Oh, plus football, mm -hmm. plus baseball Whew. and basketball. So Jordan, and Nike are doing a phenomenal job in terms of marketing. So real yeah, smart. I like that. that. I Great marketing team. Oh yeah, yeah. Great vision. Great vision. Something we're gonna be talking about later too. Mm -hmm. What else is going on? Uh, I think I want to talk about. You know the the um what's his name? The guy up in California who lost his life from uh, an attempted robbery. I don't know. The rapper that. out of California. Oh PNB. Yeah. PNB. So here's the thing. And this is one of the things that me and Sheila do. When we go out to eat, we we leave the phones in the car. And I think that the phones have come become a huge distraction in the communication that two human beings should have. I think it's occupied by that phone. And I don't know what went on with that situation. I just know that this young man is no longer here. It was reported allegedly yeah. that she uh, the baby's mother or his girlfriend one of the two. I don't know had dropped the location of where they were at and as a result of it his enemies came to locate him and tried to rob him mm -hmm. of the jury hmm. and it's unfortunate that when we go out to eat with our spouses or whatever it may be that we have to always be mindful of being robbed of our jury and uh i think my boy uh what's his name from h-town uh Sauce Walker. Okay. He was in California and there was an attempt robbery on him. Unfortunately, the robber lost his life and Sauce Walker, he was able to live and talk about the incident when he, you know, took the man's life because yeah. the man tried to rob him. And I just think that when we go out to eat, and we sit down across the table from our significant others or that, kids or home. kids. We need to put those phones away. That is a huge distraction. It's like the phones have become more important than having a human being dialogue. Uh, growing up, that's the only thing I know is to talk. And so having a phone is great. It's, it's, it's a it's a strong communication device. It allows you to have access to the world through leadership. I mean, excuse me, not leadership, but information. And so when you have that phone and it's not being used accordingly, it causes a distraction, just like pop smoke. 
-hmm. he was on uh social yeah. media i think it was instagram and he ended up uh disclosing the location of where he was at and all of a sudden someone came and and, and killed him so i i just you know it's 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 a sad thing that our community continue to continues to kill each other for materialistic things. And when we are using our cell phones and social media, we have to be cautious of the location um, device yeah. that uh, you can use to locate where you are, et cetera, because uh, it is reported time and time and time again that when we do this, then tragic things happen. And so I just think once again, another census life has been taken for the sake of some jury. And I, I don't understand how someone would want to um, take someone jury. And that's a dead man. That's, that's someone that's a dead man jury. So I don't I don't understand, Sheila, you know, why would someone take someone jury? You know, well, take somebody's life and then take their jewelry. But as far as with the cell phones, especially when you're with your children, that's a perfect opportunity to help them with communication skills, as well as seeing what's going on in their lives, what they're feeling, what they're going through, any secrets that they might not be telling you or something they may be ashamed of, something that's going on in school, whether it's with the teachers or if they're getting bullied. And I say this because there are so many of our youth they have so much pressure on them and the influence within the entertainment world. And we've said this before, they're more interested in their sexuality, how they look, what it is they have, the materialistic, the microwave, I need this, I want this because everybody else has it or a certain entertainer has, entertainer has something. And I would like to say something to Blueface and Christian, stop it. There are so many, you have such a following. A huge following. This goes for everybody. You all have been blessed with a following and how you are acting and how you are carrying yourself, how you respond to certain situations is not good at all you are showing that you can have a certain title, you can make a certain amount of money and you can act a certain way. Sometimes you'll get away with it, sometimes you don't. But over time, if you keep on doing something, it's, it's gonna come to an end. With you being able to have a following, you're gonna have to change the way that you are because fighting constantly with each other in a relationship you're in not public showing you're not showing how to have a healthy relationship with anybody whether it's your boyfriend girlfriend your husband and wife and now we have been seeing on videos husbands or men and women physically fighting each other and the youth already has so much on their shoulder as it is. So this is just gonna have to change. Selling your soul to get money or that type of money in a quick way is 
not showing what our ancestors went through. They didn't get results right away. That's why we're able to do what it is that we can do now. That's why vision has really been on my spirit. Vision is something that is, I would say it's almost implanted within you because you have to carry it out. You will have to meet certain people. You will have to be on your journey. I've said this so many times, everybody's vision and journey is not gonna be the same. You may be in a situation and someone might be looking at your situation and looking down on you because you're not where they are or you're not doing it the way that they would want to do it. Well, that's not how it goes. It's the way that God is leading you to do it his way. Because my husband's vision is not necessarily my vision, but I support his vision. But with us being one, it is. But what I'm saying is sometimes I might not see what he sees. And then if he explains it to me, then I'll be like, oh, okay, I get you now. I, I understand it. So let's just respect that and let's also, and I'm going to say this probably every time we're on the podcast, be careful how you speak to other people. Show respect. And even if somebody does not show you that type of respect, as long as your life is not in danger, just walk away. Now, sometimes if your life is in danger, I understand you may have to, you know, do something else. I'm not talking about being physically violent. I'm talking about how you can get away from that situation. So, yeah. Babe, I thought that was very good. I think that uh, you demonstrated passion on what you were saying, because it means a lot to you that when people are given a platform to have influence on not only their community, but other communities, and not only their age group, but the age group below them, yeah. that they that they be mindful of mm -hmm. how they carry themselves. Mm -hmm. Because the, the, the behavior that some of these individuals are demonstrating is not that what I think our ancestors would be proud of. Facts. A relationship with a... Uh, a relationship is something that needs to be cherished mm -hmm. and the way how they're acting fighting every time you turn around it, it just it makes us look bad mm -hmm. it, it makes us look barbaric yes that we don't know how to communicate and treat one another right and so i hope that when people watch us on this podcast show that they see that there are two individuals who are different in so many ways, but coming together to be a positive example. I'm not saying that me and Sheila don't have, you know, disagreements, but it don't be to the point where F U B and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I have too much respect for myself. I have too much honor and reverence for God and what his word says. And I, I love my wife. And so I want to treat my wife with the utmost respect so that 
people in the community can see that, hey, man, I really do appreciate how you treat your wife because it inspired me to treat my wife with that same reverence. So let's just tell them about what happened prior to coming up here. Oh, yeah. It's it's always something. But this is good, though. Oh, it is good. It's good. So anyway, we stopped at Walmart. Mm -hmm. I needed to pick up a few things prior to coming to the studio and get on the podcast show. And so anyway, I was uh, in the checkout line and it was a young lady. She came and she saw one of the employees from Walmart and she said something very aggressive. She said, um, I didn't get my money back and you blah, 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 blah. And so the cashier said something back to her and it just went back and forth and forth. And she said, kiss my, and called the woman uh, a slur. And it was, you know, I was like, wow. So I didn't say anything to her or whatever. I just, you know, kind of just observed it, you know, paid for my items and I walked out. So come to find out that the lady who was doing all this, you know, just acting out of character, her husband worked there at Walmart, right? And the way that she acted in front of her, in front of his co-workers and employees at, at his place of work, I thought it was just totally out of line. So I walked to, I walk outside, walk to the truck. So I'm, uh, I'm getting ready to get into the truck and the Holy Spirit say, man, you need to talk to her about that. And I said, excuse me, ma'am. I said, ma'am, <laughs> can I say something to you real quick? So she came over there in front of in front of her vehicle. She stood there. I said, listen, now I'm just going to tell you how I seen this. All right. I'm not taking no sides, but I'm just saying this is what I saw. I saw a wife go into her husband. Place of, of work and totally disrespected her husband. She kept talking about, well, she did. I said, listen, we're not going to talk about what she did. We're going to talk about what you did. Let's stick with that. I said to her, I said, if you really love your husband, like you say you do, it is no way in the world that you come to his place of work and you start cursing, you start saying slurs. Now, what if that woman was to file a police report and then you get charged with a hate crime. I said, listen, I don't know what's going on between y'all two. So then she said, well, we separated. I said, well, if you, to me, even though y'all separated, I can discern that y'all still messing around. So apparently it's still some feelings there and something is going on. I don't know what's going on. I'm not trying to get into it, but I just know what you did was inappropriate it was childish it was immature and you know i get to talk to her whatever and she just start breaking down crying i can see god breaking her down yeah. right i wasn't trying to come at her in a very in any disrespectful way so her husband came out there and he stood right there as i was talking to his wife and by the time I finished talking to her, I can't remember what I was saying, but, you know, Holy Spirit was just flowing. So I was just, you know, just flowing, you know, whatever. And so my wife came over there and she, you know, gave her a hug. 
and you know because she started crying and whatever and it just seemed like there's a lot of hurt and pain that has you know developed in this relationship and you know the husband began to tell me well man she out in them streets etc whoop the whoop i said well look man everything rests on you bro you the head okay and i can tell bro you a good man and he was like well man you know she came to my job <clears throat> I make 85,000 a year. You know, now they talking about writing this up and it go to corporate and all this other type stuff. And I said, man, you right. But the first thing that you need to do, bro, you need to reconcile this situation with your wife because y'all not supposed to be separated, separated period, bro. And you got kids involved into this. And so how y'all act, these kids going to act. So I asked the lady how old she was. She told me 47. I said, boy, ain't no way. I said, listen here, you 47 years old and you acting like this, that's like a 15-year-old, 13, 17 teenager, how they act. I said, how is how how is our young kids going to be able to change the way they act if they see our elders acting the way that you act? And she was like, you right, you right. And it was a it was an opportunity to just be a blessing. You know what I mean? Because like, I really thank God for the journey that I've been through in life to be able to be mature and discern what's going on. And even though I may be dealing with something, I'm still willing to serve in a situation that can help resolve an issue and bring about healing in a family because it's nothing like having a mother and a father in the same household as one, a union. That way, it the kids will grow up to be stronger. They will be balanced, meaning that they have a mother point of view and a father. The girls will know what type of man to look because they have their father. The men, the boys will know what to look into a woman, look for in a woman because they will have their mother. And so that makes them complete. But at the end of that, you know, we was able to uh, be a blessing and I kind of felt good about that, Sheila. I was I was extremely proud of Sheila, the way how she participated in this situation because the lady said that I sound like her husband. And I told her that was actually a good thing when I told her that because she has never been held accountable. Without screaming yeah. and all that. And that's what time. I want to say to the women real quick, since this is women king. Take responsibilities for your actions. If there's things that you have been through in your life, things you've experienced, things you have done, please do a thorough cleansing and a searching within yourself. I'll give you an example like I gave the young lady. There were certain things that I was doing, like my tone, the way that I talked to my husband. I didn't know that I was talking to him in a certain way. I thought I was talking to him like how I'm talking now. So when he told me what I would do is I, I'll start listening to myself. And then I'll be like, oh, okay, I see what he's talking about. If there's something else, if a situation came about, I'll listen and I'll study myself to see what he was talking about, then I'll be like, oh, okay, I see what he's talking about. And then I would work on it. 
we can't have an attitude like we know everything because we're making all this money, because we may look a certain way on the outside, we don't have to change. We do have to change. There's nobody that's perfect. If you're in a marriage or if you have a friendship or if you're in some type of committed relationship and the person or your friends, and that's another thing, you wanna be surrounded by people that are not gonna be your yes people but you want to be surrounded by people that's going to hold you accountable. And that's not going to allow you to do certain things, wear certain things. It has to, it, it has to come to a point where you're going to want to change. And we've said this before, it's not about us. It's about our children here now, the youth here now, because they're looking. Why is it every time if I see a video, someone's fighting and the kids are there. They're automatically gonna think, I don't have to talk, I'll just fight. That's how I communicate. That's not what it is. Because now you're setting them up to either hurt somebody real bad, to kill somebody or they get killed or in the hospital, juvenile, jail and prison. Another thing, women and men, Stop allowing your babies, your children, minors, the youth to do videos looking grown to music that they have no business listening to. No business at all. At I all. see so many kids in diapers dancing to a song and it's sexual. I don't understand what you all are thinking. You think it's cute and it's not cute because there are people out there that looking at your child in a way they should not be looking at your child. And then you're allowing them to grow up too quickly when they should be children, enjoying their childhood, playing with dolls, playing with the army guys for the, for the young boys, the young gentlemen, I wanna say. I don't like to say boys. If I may say something, Sheila when you were saying that it's it's not about um it's not about us it's so, not so today when we were at Walmart and when you and I saw an opportunity mm -hmm. to minister to this couple to this married couple right yeah let's say the fact that we had on our Stafford yes the fact that we had Georgia State on yes we are representing this right here. Yeah. Right. Yes. You know what I mean? The brand. The brand. And so when you out in the community and you wearing something on, it may be your own brand or it may be an organization or it may be a company that you work for. Understand that you represent this brand, this organization, this company. And it's very important to govern yourself accordingly because you never know how you may run across this same person so at the end of that situation we end up praying i was like come on man look we got to get out of here because we got to go jump on this podcast show and i said come on let's pray and and you know when i pray with these people man i i um what's up scrapbook when 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 i had prayed and eddie barrington what's up eddie i'm my boy eddie i got some anyway so uh uh, 
when we prayed with this couple, it was such an honor to for me and Sheila together. And that's the thing that I love about being married with Sheila. Like everything that I'm doing, we doing it together. So it's having a, a tremendous impact in the people who are who we are servicing. So the fact that we had the staff for boxing on, right? So who's to say that when we see them down the road, the fact that they had an opportunity to see us and approach them and we was able to present ourselves in the way that it was a premium way pushing P <laughs> that these people will release their children in our program. See, we just got to be careful how we entertain people, right? Because you just never know that later on down the road, you're going to cross each other paths. And so that's why the Stafford Boxing Club, the Stafford Boxing brand is important to us. Because we, when we come into the community, no matter where we are, we want people to say, man, Stafford and Sheila, boy, they, man, I like them folks, man. That's a real premium brand right there. Those are some solid people. So the people behind the brand, that's what it's all about. And Sheila, I want, I, I, I want to say this, something that you did um, with Miss, oh, I ain't going to say, I, I, I'm going to say the name, but you were able to get behind that wall that she had. Oh yeah, I reckon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like she had a big, strong, she, you know what I'm saying? She was full of hurt, you know, because she shared some things with my wife about some things that he said to her that broke her spirit. So men and women, we must be careful of the words that comes out of our mouth because we may be able to hurt one another physically with, you know, these 52s or an object, but we do more damage with what the words that we say, because it has an effect on that person's spirit. And actions, too. But the words work yeah. that spirit, bro. And when, when I was pulling out the parking lot, the last thing I said to that man was, hey, man, tell your wife that you love her, bro. Sometimes people really just need love and they need Man, need to be real. loved on. And then once that happens, then it certain in a timely manner, things start being chipped away from that person to be able to open up more and to receive words of wisdom and accountability and all that. But but you know what, Sheila, I really don't think that. We need more love, to be honest yeah, with you. I, there is so much yeah. hate, and we see it all the time. That's why there, with the certain things that we talk about, it's either because we've experienced it and we're seeing it. It's so much hate and so much of a nasty, negative attitude. It's like now, it's like you have to really be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, got to be on the swivel, bro. Yeah, so we, we just have to. What What are you singing? I don't know that one. Man, it's Antonio Brown got this song called "Put That Stuff On," and I just thought about it. it it's a real catchy song. I, I haven't even heard it. Well, you know what? I heard it. Uh, I saw a clip with him. He was with Fifty Cent. They was, I think, they Fifty Cent had this event 
I forgot the name of the event, but it was an event in Houston okay. recently. And they was backstage. And uh, Antonio Brown got this song, put that S on. Gotcha. And- so Scrapbook Boxing said, absolutely. I believe you envision what you see based on the way you feel. Facts. And Eddie said, wise words, such respect. Scrapbook Boxing, peace to my sister Sheila and brother Stafford. Great to see you all. Great to see you too. So I'm getting excited. I'm going to go backwards. Now, I have some women that I want to talk about in the boxing industry and also out of the boxing industry, but I want to talk about the movie that we saw because talking about that and what we got out of the movie will flow into the women that I just want to say their names and acknowledge. So I don't want to hold it in anymore. No, 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 please don't. So the title, so the the movie movie. is called The Woman King. And we saw that on my birthday. And we saw that this past Saturday. And the, the title of this podcast show is called Women King. And the reason why we chose Woman King is because of what Sheila was saying about great women doing pioneer work inside and outside of the boxing ring, inside of the community, making a sacrifice. Like, I don't believe I could be here or Sheila can be here had it not been for the sacrifice and the vision of those women who have come before us to pave the way to stand on their shoulders. So what we would like to do is, is acknowledge them Facts. and show them how much we appreciate their sacrifice and- Thank you, Scrapbook Boxing. And and to uh, talk about the movie and, and how it inspired us to see a movie that afterwards, Sheila and I began to talk about it and we saw some greatness and we saw some things that we're doing. And last but not least, and I'm going to turn it over to you. At the end of the uh, show, you had the king and you had the queen. And I thought that was so fitting to have that image of those of, of those two individuals who fulfilled the vision that was prophesied about how women can lead and become uh great with the connection of a man facts and if no i'm not really gonna tell too much but if you have not seen the woman king then you don't have to listen to it but i'm not gonna say too too much about it it's more so about the vision and we'll talk about what we got out of it and i'm so glad that we watched the movie because it did minister to me and it got me excited on our journey together so viola davis Davis, she played and all the women that was in the movie i have to say thank you you all are beautiful everybody was natural Everybody had some amazing gifts and talents and everybody worked well together, the men and the women. But what I, one of the things that I liked about it was that the women that were, I'm just going to say group because I don't want to give it away. 
that was in their group. These were, I would say, almost like the elders. They wasn't old, but I just say the elders because they had the a lot of wisdom. They had a lot of experience. So one of the ladies said something twice that wasn't very nice and she judged. So the other lady, she was my favorite, one of my favorites too, was holding the other lady accountable for what she said. And just how I'm talking to you, she was talking to her. In that manner, in, in that tone. In, in the tone. Mm -hmm. So the lady who wasn't very nice, she was like, you know what, you're right. That ministered to me because sometimes women, either we keep our mouth closed and we don't say anything, or we agree with that negativity. So we jump on the bandwagon. But holding someone accountable and then being open to your mistake, that was something in itself. That's a way of having communication with each other without fighting, saying curse words, or being disrespectful. That was one of the things. I'm not going to say everything because I know you have something to say. The other thing that I really liked was when the men and the women, they were sitting across from each other and, of course, the king and his wife. The woman king had a vision. She wasn't just thinking about the right now. She was thinking about the futures and all the generations that's going to be coming. But at first, the man didn't agree with her because of sometimes we all we have pride. Sometimes a man and even a woman will have some type of pride and because she is a woman. But at the end, towards the end, they all saw where she was coming from. The vision. And they all came together. And that's what it's about. I understand that at times we're not going to see the vision. We may not agree with the vision. But if you can take your eyes off of you and what the greater purpose of that vision is, relax. It's not going to hurt anybody because nobody's going to get hurt. So I don't want to take up all the time, but did you, I'm sure you had something that you got out of. Oh, one other thing. Boy, when I tell you those women were something dangerous, but in a good way, the way they, see, they had to go train over and above what the men, because I'm not saying women are not strong. Of course, we are strong, but physically, some of us have to work up to that strength. But then you do have women that are just naturally strong. I've seen it for myself. So just all the women working together, working together, Man, working together. I mean, the movie was phenomenal. I mean, I was sitting up looking like this here. At first, he wasn't too sure. Now, I, he I, couldn't even relax. No, I couldn't because I had saw some and I was like, baby, you, <laughs> we watching this. You know how I feel about this. So, But once I got past that 
And like she was saying, like, just look at the vision, look at the picture, just be open. And I was like, okay, bet. And so when I sat there and I just seen how it started, and then I just seen the the message that the movie was 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 illustrating. And I just saw these powerful black women doing some amazing Beautiful. things. And I just saw the courage that they had to follow that vision and implement it and bring it into fruition. And just I, I just saw how they demonstrated discipline and sacrifice for, for a bigger cause. I saw some of the women sacrifice their lives for uh, the sisterhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was just a phenomenal um, movie. I think everyone should go out and watch it. You should. It's, it's a must see. From a scale of one to 10, I give it a 10. And I'm not just saying that. I mean, it, it was a great movie. Viola Davis should get an Oscar. She should get some type of award for that movie. And that young lady. Oh, who, yeah. Yeah. Don't say who yeah. she is, but the but, young lady. But man. all the women, really, I really have to. I I really admire them. Everybody looks so good. Everyone was engaged. So yeah, it was a great movie. Well, and then it did show some of their traditions yes. in yes. Africa, which yes. is which is totally fine. So yes, everybody please go see that movie. Let me see. Great women are fears and stand on their square. That's what makes them great. For hey, real. scrapbook that's, boxing. That's big facts. Thank you. Thank big you. Facts. Thank you. They stood on business. Oh, for real. On top. And that's why I want to shout out to Lady Tiger, Marion Tremier, Clarissa Shields. Um, oh my gosh. Amanda. Christy Martin, Ann Wolf, and so many other women in the boxing industry. Jackie Callen, um, Gloria man, Borden. Shout out to Jackie Callen, man. She is when I tell And you, also Gwen. Classic. Shout out to Gwen because Gwen, we stayed we stayed on the phone for about two hours with eruption boxing. We stayed on the phone for two hours one day, and she really has been a great support. And I have to say our conversation, I really did learn a lot from her. Like she is straight up. She's a straight up now, person. Now she from uh, she's New in, Jersey, right? Or she a New Yorker? I think I forgot. I don't know. She's I forgot. I'm she sorry. She looks like she's from New York. Yeah. Now she has she. I think she's from up top, and I'm not going to say where she's at now because I don't want to give out her business, but. I have to say, I do have a lot of respect for her because she did give me a lot of gold nuggets. I, I got a lot of respect for Jackie Callum, for real. I, mean, I, do I, too. I, ain't, I ain't gonna lie. Because it was that time when I had called her because something had happened. And she was And they on were the doing set. a documentary. She was on the set. And she answered she the phone and she stopped and she, she spoke with me. So I want to say thank you so much. See, that's what I'm talking about. The women empowerment. Is like one of the best things, and even also, I want when, when you talk about empowerment, mm-hmm. man, I gotta give a shout out to the late Coretta Scott King. Oh like, yeah, she was everything. She was man, a mother. She was classy, she was a, man. She was a mother. She was a classy woman. An she activist. Was a classy woman. She was. She man, spoke she for the oppressed, for those oh, who man. couldn't she talk. She was a one. She she stood by her husband. She stood Do it beside, all. She stood behind her husband, walked with her husband, stood behind her husband. 
and, and then out end of up everything in that, front of her husband. And then out of everything that they were going through, for her to still be that classy, elegant, well-spoken woman that we have learned so much from, especially during those times, it's phenomenal. Like we need to really honor and have respect for those that came before us because they laid the foundation as well as the blueprint. And it would, and they sacrificed like Lady Tiger, she sacrificed her body real, she did to fast. go on a hunger strike. And that's why we may not be all the way there yet, but that's why women can get their boxing license. They can fight. They are getting paid, but I understand we can be getting paid more. And that's what I it's want to say too, that in the 19th century, women couldn't own property. Their husbands owned them, they controlled them, and they didn't have rights to their children and they couldn't work outside of the home. So there's many women of all colors and all backgrounds that actually was in the front line for sexism, fem feminism, um, racism, and oppression. So we wanna say thank you to you all. Thank now, you. I did say one time that I believe um, Elizabeth Wilkinson and Hannah Highfield in 1722, that was the first advertisement for women boxing. Okay. Um, I also wanna say in 1954, they actually had um, a woman's demonstration for boxing. So it wasn't there yet, but they were only able to have a demonstration. I believe in 1997, the um, British British Amateur Boxing Association sanctioned a fight between two 13-year-old girls. One of them actually had to drop out because she was getting so much unnecessary um, backlash. backlash that she dropped out. So they actually had two 16-year-old girls take place, take their place. So I think in um, November of 98, the UK had their first sanction for um, women boxing. In 1999, I believe they also had a man versus woman fight, which is like so crazy to me because even though women really couldn't fight like the men and it being shown more, the women didn't complain. They took what they could get. And I have to applaud them for that because with them doing that, that's why we're here where we're at now. And I believe that was between um, Lou, I can't pronounce the last name but I believe it was um, Margaret and Lu Chow, if anybody knows, but I do believe that was it. Um, 2012 was when the Olympics, it's now official, women can now box in the Olympics. I believe wait, it wait, was wait. the summer. Wait, but I don't know if they are gonna have boxing in this upcoming- In 2024, yeah, because- Was it 2024 it, or 2028? 
I don't know, but yeah, because they said it was, I think they said it was, what was it, weightlifting or heavy lifting and boxing. But they said that if they made certain changes, that there still could be a chance that they could box, that they still will be able to box in the Olympics. So, Sheila, is it fair to say that because of the sacrifices of these women who have, you know, went on hunger strikes? who got low paid, who got screwed out of these contracts that they went into. And, you know, you know, people like uh, Lady Tiger, mm-hmm. who we are looking forward to having on the show. Uh, we have to do follow up and mm-hmm. see when we're going to confirm that. But today, mm-hmm. the Stafford Boxing Report, mm-hmm has the privilege mm-hmm. to stand on the shoulders of those women who Facts. made tremendous sacrifice. Facts. And Sheila has become the voice for women in boxing from a boxing perspective and also from a business side of the business, excuse me, the boxing industry. And so none of this would be possible if it wasn't for those women breaking down those wall, the walls and barriers and making sacrifice and the vision that they had that one day women will have an opportunity to have their own excuse me podcast show and be able to be a voice for women who are boxers and who has aspirations to be involved in the business sector of boxing the the boxing industry is 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 tough it's tough. It's, you know, it's controlled by, you know, a certain group of men and uh, companies. But one thing about life, it brings about change. So those change is good. Yeah. So change is on the way. So once uh, who were at the top, once they have their season of being on top, then it's an, another uh, group of people individuals who will have their time and so i'm looking forward to the staff of boxing having its opportunity to make its mark in the boxing industry and having this platform with talkingfight.com to host this weekly podcast show is steps in that directions to bring about uh, the vision that we see us being involved in the boxing industry and just in the community with the Stafford Boxing Club. And so I just want to say thank you to all those who donated to the cash app, the Stafford Boxing. Uh, we greatly appreciate your financial donations. We greatly appreciate that. Thank you. Okay. So we have Kathy Duva, who is the CEO of Main Events. So I had to put somebody else on the business side. But we also have, I hope I pronounce her name right, Cecilia Brejos. She's from Nor- Norwegian. Did I pronounce that right? Norwegian. She's actually the first female Norwegian that have held all the titles within her division. See, once again, we're talking about first. Then uh, Maria Rosa, she was at, she's actually the first Spanish um, young lady that has been has held a boxing world champion, and that's in history too. Mm. 
But I wanted to also bring this out too. You might want to look over, because we're always talking about equal pay, the Equal Pay Act of 63, 1963. So just to put it simple, it's pretty much an employer that has employees within their establishment cannot pay one sex more than the other. And when you do do that, if you do pay a female lower than what she's not supposed to get, you are adding on to a higher property rate than it is with men. And it's a lower income for families. And that's including with the children as well, too. So right. you all, you all don't, you all don't pay want fair. to do that. You should pay fair, pay especially fair. if break bread. Especially if the man and the woman is doing the same thing. I mean, that's just I, I don't get it. If if I'm doing something and then there's this man, he's doing something. Um, I, I want the same amount that he's making. I mean, it's pretty much a no-brainer. And, you know, CNN had something, too, for women about uh, women with the cameras or camera women. Oh, yeah. It was about this uh, this journalist. She yeah. got killed in, uh, I forgot what country she was, but yeah, I remember. Yeah, that. so women who were on the front line for front, that yeah, to get the yeah. stories out that we can hear where we're staying comfortably in our homes or our cars or wherever we may be once again they're putting their lives on the line and they have families too and probably had children but because it's their passion and it's a gift and a vision once again and sacrifice come on now you know sheila i i, I wanted to kind of piggyback on something you was talking about earlier and it goes back to uh, the vision, mm. you know, how vision is important. You know, having a vision can bring you out of some of your most darkest moments in your life. Thanks. And I must say that the Stafford boxing is a vision. And we never imagined us being on podcast show just of our own in front of a camera talking about boxing and just talking about life and mm -hmm. talking about issues that we face in the community and what's going on in the community and what we see from our eyesight on what we would like to address and hoping that people will be able to receive what we're saying in love. That's the most important thing. But I, I think that, you know, having a vision is, is important. And I don't see That's where our youth um, and some of the teenagers and young adults having vision. I, I do see them being more business savvy and having more skill sets to be able to operate in a digital era. But it's more so for fame, clout, money. And likes. And, and likes. You know what I mean? Like, I heard uh, Coach uh, Deion Sanders said that we're, we're not raising dogs no more. We're raising cats. And, and yeah. you know, I, I thought I thought about that. That was a very strong statement. And I, I, I agree with him 100%. And I want to say 
something quickly about Coach uh, Deion Sanders. That is what I call vision, right? He's not only impacting Jackson State, but he's in, impacting the whole HBC football community. Thanks. His vision is to send as many players from his football program to the NFL. His vision is to raise up these young men to be successful after they graduate from Jackson State. His vision is to make sure that all the young men that comes to his football program walk away with tools to help them to be successful. His vision is that these young men can be a game changer in their bloodline for generation for generation. His vision is to impact the world. See, he do not believe that having uh, his ministry is at Jackson State, not in a church. Deion Sanders is a reflection of what I call a visionary, a, a man that's uh, uh, a fisher of men. So he threw out a net in the football area. And so he is gathering up a whole bunch of young men and transforming their lives. So when I think about vision and visionary, I think about Deion Sanders, Coach Deion Sanders. Let me get that straight. And the other thing that I like about Coach um, Deion Sanders is, is that all his kids are involved with what he's doing at Jackson State. So he has Deion Sanders Jr. who's doing the social media for Jackson State football. He has his other daughter, his oldest daughter. I can't remember what what her job function is, but she's employed through the Coach Prime Deion Sanders. He has Shador, who is the um, quarterback. He has Shiloh, who is uh, a defensive. No, he. I think he played a safety position. And it's just awesome to see a black man having his kids under one roof doing some amazing things. And he's holding each of them accountable. And so that's the vision that I see. Excuse me. That's when I think of vision, I think about Coach Deion Sanders. He is the illustration of a, a person having vision, a vision that not only impacts himself, but in a vision that will impact long after he's gone. Facts, facts. Oh, I forgot a young lady, um, Barbara Buttrig. In 1954, she used to travel around Europe, and at the carnival, she used to box in booths. So Barbara versus Joanne was actually the first female televised fight. Once again, first. Yeah, just like we the first. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah, put that. And also, Madam C.J. Walker. Oh, yeah. She was uh, the pioneer. first black American Multi-millionaire. Not baby. You got to say multi-millionaire. Multi yeah, multi and she hired 40,000 ambassadors, and she went door to door to sell her vision. hair products. Vision. Like, we got a vision with the staff for boxing. Yeah. So, oh yeah, I got a conference call uh tonight. We're gonna holler at that boy 
Hey, my boy. Uh, Scrapbook box. Yes, sir. Hey, babe, what, what's up? What I, I thought I thought y'all was supposed to be sharing contact information. I, I didn't, I'm putting scrapbook out there. Put, I didn't re, I didn't receive anything yet. Scrapbook, what's going on, my boy? Hey. Yes. <laughs> hey, look. Hey, she, baby, don't put them under the bus. But she's kindly asking you to drop the information so we can set this thing up. Yeah, he's been our like our number one for real. And plus, we need to send him. Uh, we probably need to send him a band too. A, a care package. A care package. Yeah, too. a care package. Yo, oh. yo, your contact information. You, yeah, just your phone number. It's fine. The email. Send yeah, us an email. Do, yeah. yeah. At uh, Stafford. You want to type it in? Boxing oh, Enterprises at gmail.com. My husband is going to um, put it in the comments. And once oh, I'm, I'm going to say this again, if there's anything that you all want to talk about, or if you have any questions or concerns or whatever it is, just get in contact with us on our email. We like to have audience interaction and we want to know what's going on because we don't know everything, but we try to find out as much as possible. I'm looking forward to an event that we're working hard to bring to pass with the kids, it's, it's, with the youth. Yeah, with the youth. It's coming up real soon. It's been a... It's been a journey. Yeah, it's been a journey, man. And so, like, when we have this event and we stand before these children, we want to explain to them what we had to go through for this to happen. And I don't want you to take what we're bringing to the table and what we're offering you as something to take lightly. Yeah, for granted. Because it's been it's been tough dealing with people that look like us. And I'm I'm just tired of we need to stop because you know I'm what this you know what it is, and I'm just gonna say this. If we if we can do the opposite, if we can be mean and be disrespectful towards each other, we can be nice and loving towards each other. Mean what you say and say what you mean. And we know that people are not always going to like people. Sometimes someone will not like you and you haven't even done anything. You're just being you. This is when well, I baby, talk your about- your word is your bond. I know though. that if, this if is, I'm just something. talking about in general. I know that, but, and yes, I have actually, we have to do a phone call today too, because that's my fault. We were supposed to do it last week got in contact with us on the Stafford Boxing Club, so we need to call him today. Yeah, we have, but, but, we have his number. Oh, not, okay, we're going to do that, so but I'm, I'm talking about I understand people, that. You know, like, it, you know what, man? I'm I'm just go ahead and say it. You know what? I can accept being lynched by a white person, but it breaks my spirit when I'm lynched by a black person, bro. And I'm, I'm, I'm just tired of doing business. I mean, I'm just... I'm just, I'm just sick of the hate, man, that goes on between us, man. Like, it's like... It's a lot going on. Yeah, Maybe, man. It's, man. We've it's been like, experiencing it's, it. It's, it's like, man, you don't want to see me shine. I'm going to do it regardless. It's not even about us shining, to be honest with well, you. Well, that's just it's a slang not, word yeah. of progress. This is, this, this is all it's man, about. Man, we're just walking in the vision is, of God, this is about, bro. This is about the youth and not even one community. 
it's all communities because we are going to be traveling. We are going to be talking to other people. So at the end of the day, before we had any of this and the movie that we saw, it's not hard to work together. It's, it's You're going to have to change your mindset and your way of thinking. You think you're strong, but you're not strong because it's a, it's a weak mentality. It's a weak spirituality because you want to be something that you're not supposed to be. You're trying to be like the masses. You're trying to be like everybody else. And it's just not going to work. For all you people, man, you know who you are. I ain't going to put you out there. But don't try me because you know I don't fear. But just out of respect for myself and the brand and my wife, I'm not going to do that. But, man, I'm tired of y'all saying what you're going to do, but you don't do it. You feel what I'm saying? And you make up all the excuses. Oh, da, 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 da. man, listen, I prefer you not to even tell me what you're going to do and then don't do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not no sucker, bro. You can't just try me like that. You get what I'm saying? I'm thug by nature, but I'm humble by God's grace, bro. You get what I'm saying? I, I mean, I'm not what you think I am. I am transformed by the blood, bro. I'm transformed by the renewal of my mind and God's word, bro. That's all you see. The, the person that's before you today is a different person, bro. And one of the things that I had to check was my flesh because I stand on a different type of code. I have principles and morals that I would die for. I'm not going to compromise myself for financial gain it, it 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 doesn't work for me like that you get what i'm saying i know how to survive with nothing i'm at peace with myself i know who i am and i can't help because my confidence in god's word and his spirit makes you feel insecure that ain't my problem that's something that you got to address and when you hate on me and the thing about it is like i don't really rock with a lot of people I, I just don't but the people who i allow in my circle or allow me to open up and you disrespect me you disrespect my wife and you think i won't put these paws on you but I, I just choose not to go that way because i know it's a lot of kids that look up to me it's a lot of people that look up to me you know what i'm saying look I, up to not worship yeah correct thank you babe that was good you see what I'm saying? And and I'm not gonna allow no sucker to 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 chump me off these streets or chump me out my marriage with my wife by doing some foolish stuff. But I call you out, bro. You see what I'm saying? I you call got, you out. You bro. gotta think about the consequences. And that's what I think about. It, it's it's hell making bond, bro. It's hell. It's hell when you got to go up in front of that judge and, you know, your life, your freedom is in the hands of that judge because of a decision that you made. See, thing I do is I talk it over with my wife and then I just go get in my word, bro, because that's the only thing that I have find to be solid for me. It's a remedy for me. I, I can't pick up the phone and call, you know, people. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I can't trust, you know, a lot of the black men that I know by having conversations because me being vulnerable to you, you may take it 
as a sign of weakness and you may use what I'm coming to you as being open against me. So I just go to God's word. I read and then I pray and I just leave that there because most people's hearts are not right. You know, our black churches need to tighten up. You breaking people's spirits. And you straight cap too. Like yeah, that man. one. We're, they, we're, no, we're no, 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 my gosh. Hey man, for those people who stand before the people God and you've been called to preach the word of God, bro, that's a that's the most honorable job that you can have, bro. And you are highly and, responsible. And, and and how you are you know conducting yourself and you think it is all about you and you think that you looking good and all that. But man, with this technology, this this camera, and it's being spread all over the the internet, man. It's not a good look for us black men, bro. When certain black men that's on that pulpit do certain things, and I had saw uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes and uh, Lisa Ray. Mm -hmm. He she was talking about well, my, you know, my ex husband, you know, oh, I heard that. he didn't pay for the Rolls Royce, and he said he had this, this, this. Mm -hmm. And man, I'm gonna tell you, man, double salute to Bishop T.D. Jakes, bro. A lot of people might hate on that dude, man, but he's one of the last solid black men from that cloth mm -hmm. that I respect. And I don't respect a lot of people in the church. I don't, I don't. Because I know what a man of God looked like, bro. But he told Lisa Ray, mm -hmm. he said, I can take you to the children's hospital mm. where those kids are, are fighting for their life, but they got a big smile on their face. I know. And I've you talking that. about this right here? It's nothing. It's, it's, it's mere crumbs. It's nothing. It's crumbs. It's foolish talk, man. And that's what our women and men mind is messed up bro it's it's oh if he got a whole bunch of money bro listen man i've seen it if you can show me what person have taken their money that they accumulated with them show me man let me let me see that person i want to know you can't because i ain't seen a person it's, yet it's bro impossible. but what but what i have seen oh mercy is a person who impacted lives, bro, through their life that continue to have a long effect long after they gone. When we was riding up here, we saw the, the police officer on the uh, motorcycle, the, you know, yeah. and they was, uh, the was having a funeral. The last ride, bro. Everybody going to have a last ride, bro. How do you want to be remembered? How do you want to remember? Oh, some money? Do you know money is just basically some numbers in a computer? That's that's basically what money is from a financial institution. I'm going to type $100 million and hit, hit a button and it goes there. Let, let me say this to the women real quick. Stop selling yourself over the money. Baby, it, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. I could have used the other word, but I'm trying to be nice right now. Stop selling yourself for the money. See, the excuse is, right? Well, if we're in a relationship, we're going to have sex anyway. Okay, yes, but 
I would think that you're having sex with them because you really like them or you love them and you want to have a relationship wait, with wait, them wait, hold and on. want things wait, to grow. Wait. wait a minute. Even but what though, I'm saying, but they don't do it like that. I no, mean, they use that as an excuse. Well, I'm going to have sex with them anyway, yeah, but, but I, I might was, as well get paid for it. Yeah, but I was saying that if you want to keep it 100. They should really get married. I get it. There you go. Have, I, I was going to say go. that, I, but you didn't give me an opportunity. I was going to say, even though you shouldn't do that, but in reality, unfortunately, there are some that are going to do that. But I'm you. I'm giving it, using it as an example because they're saying, well, I'm going to have sex with them anyway. So now it's like, I might as well get something for it. And then they're talking about $40, $40, $40. Why that ain't no money? All I'm trying to that say is, don't be, this is what I'm saying. Don't be recyclable. And I say that you're being recyclable because listen to this. I have, I don't have a water bottle. I have a, a water bottle, right? So I'm going to use it a few times. I'm going to fill it up with water. But when I get tired of it, what am I going to do? I'm going to put it in the recycle bin. Once it goes to the recycle bin, it's going to go where it's going to go. And then either it's going to be renewed into something else or it's going to be the same thing. So it's almost like that's how you're being. Because how you're acting, how you're being is going to be how you're going to be treated. So they're, you're not going to be kept. You're going to be on to the next one. So now you got to clean yourself up. It's like you got to be renewed. So now you're going to the next one. And then you're saying, oh, he has to have money and he has to have that. Uh, let me tell you something. My husband and I, we started from ground zero Man, I'm or, underneath, or underneath the ground. The, the mud. Okay. So I'm not saying that we didn't have something, but we didn't have something. What you all think someone should have. And see, when you go through things, and you experience things and you experience the tough times, then that shows the type of person that you really are. We'll see, see when heart. you get married, you take vows and you take a covenant. So poor, rich, I'm not saying it in order, sick or whatever, you have to honor those. You can't be on this man talk because he might've lost his job or money might not be coming in. What are you bringing to the table? Because sometimes it's not gonna be 50-50. It might be what? 80, 60, no, 80, no, no. 80, 90, 20, 60, 80. 40. Okay, well, whatever it is, <laughs> you can't put all that pressure on the man for a Birkin bag because you want eyelashes and a to Birkin get your bag. hair done and all bag. that other stuff. A Birkin bag. Why don't you appreciate how he's treating you? How why don't you appreciate a man that's gonna truly love you and honor you and speak life into you? But you want to break this man's spirit, and then the ones who are making the money. I saw a video and this man is like, I'm paying all the bills and you don't have to pay for anything. And I can't even come home to a cooked meal. But then when a man asks you, what do you bring to the table? Oh, I bring peace. Are you kidding me? Bring peace. He can have peace being by himself. What are you talking about? Peace It's more than that. Well, baby, you know what? Tighten up, straighten up. I'm, I'm coming to you out of love. I'm not going to come to you because look, women don't have cap when they do inappropriate things. They don't have what? They don't. They don't have a cap on it. You know, like when I say like a cap, 
like they just come out and they'll just do whatever, say whatever, be whatever in front of people, right? They don't have a cap, like okay, they're not a limit. Yeah, they're not concerned about their presentation. Just like what we saw. Today. So I'm coming to you all out of love and just say, stop it. Enough is enough. My God. You got to type enough, baby. Oh my gosh. I don't um, know where that came from. You know, we can talk for yeah. hours and hours. I know. Because we got so much to say. To say. And we see life from a different angle. Yeah. And I hope that people who's watching, this podcast live or who's going to watch it will like share and subscribe to the Stafford boxing uh, podcast through uh talking fight. Right. So if you subscribe to talking fight, you will get notified when the Stafford boxing and other uh, um, podcast show shows that come on to the talking fight uh, YouTube channel. And we greatly appreciate the opportunity to share with you some of the things that's dear to our heart. And we appreciate your time. But we're about to close this session up. And I'm going to drop about the gold nugget. And the gold nugget is sacrifice. You know. Sacrifice is so important to accomplish your excuse me, your dreams and goals. Sacrifice is important to stay on top once you get to the top. Sacrifice is what's going to separate you from the next person. Sacrifice is going to separate you from being good to great. Sacrifice is going to allow you to have the opportunity to be great because in order to be great you have to make sacrifices sacrifice is something that each and every individual must demonstrate in order to accomplish your goals like a boxer a boxer must sacrifice his time he must be disciplined he must sacrifice things that he would normally be able to do but it's not going to do for the sake of becoming a champion. When a person comes from impoverished background, he must sacrifice a lot in order to have a opportunity to take care of himself through the sport of boxing. I just realized in how much time that goes into a, a person becoming a boxer. It is not easy at all. It's a lot of work each and every day for uh, maybe an hour and a half or hour. It, it, it just depends. It's depend on how many rounds. So it's for women, it's two minutes around. For a man, it's three minutes around. And some fights can go from three rounds to five rounds to nine rounds to 12 rounds, right? Depending on the level of, of, of uh, uh, level of boxing match. You know, and the 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 crowd, right? And so, all that time that goes into preparing for that one moment requires sacrifice, because the sacrifice that you make for your gifts as a boxer will give you the confidence to know that you will be a champion at the end. Facts. I like that. That was smooth too, but that was uh, straight. Uh, wisdom too. Yeah. Like 
it's a sacrifice for, for us to be here today. One day I'll have an opportunity to talk about <laughs> boy, that that sacrifice yeah. that I made. The sacrifice that I made for a vision has groomed me to be the person that's before you. And I think that without my vision, I wouldn't be the man that I need for myself, for Sheila, and for the kids that look up to me. And I'm greatly, greatly appreciative for God using me for this moment in time to inspire, to impact, and empower a younger generation under me and to change the narrative of what a strong black man looks like. And shout out before we go, I would like to shout out and thank you to all the women that are doing amazing things from motherhood yes. to just working, Kudos. whatever it is that you're doing, even if it's just under the table. And what I mean by under the table it's not being spoken about mm. or it's not being broadcasted because in due time, you are, everybody's going to have their time to shine. So I want to say shout out to all of my ancestors, shout out to women that I don't even know around the world and globally. Keep your head up, think straight, keep God first, change, heal. And I actually do love you all. And, I love you too. And I really. and I really mean we that we together. want the best for everyone. We want everyone to shine. We want everybody to have their dreams manifested in the way that they're supposed to. And we're not hating on anybody. There's no. enough room for all of us to come together to and stand together and live out our dreams and work well together and then mm -hmm. help those as well. So thank you to all women that whose shoulders that I'm able to stand on, because if it wasn't for you all, I would not be here today and I would not be able to do the things that I am able to do. So thank you from my whole heart. Well, it's been a pleasure. Always. We thank you. Always. Until next time. Yes. Stafford Boxing. The making of champions.